Hello. This is I'm Unique, and we are here keeping it G, keeping it real, just having some good old conversation. Right? God bless you. All glory to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Honor to Him before we get going. Um, I'm going to just jump right in. So, I have been thinking about this notion of you only live once, right? Like, and it's, it's true, it's cliche. We have, you know, the rap song about it, and different people talk about it, but to really grasp, <laughs> like, take hold of that concept and live it, it's a whole different thing than just saying it or telling someone else that. So today we're going to talk about different intricacies around the phrase, you only live once. To start off, I'm going I'm to jump into a scripture right quick to set the tone, right? It's Ecclesiastes 2 and 24, New Living Translation. It says, so I decided there is nothing better than to enjoy food and drink and to find satisfaction in work. Then I realized that these pleasures are from the hand of God. Simply put. So... It's saying, like, it's a gift from God to actually enjoy the work we do. Everyone in this earth has to work. In fact, the Bible says that if a man doesn't work, he doesn't eat. And so, essentially, we have to do something. We have to put out some sort of energy in order to reap some rewards. That's how this system works. Like, you can't get plants and fruits and vegetables if you never... I said fruits fruit (laughs) you can't get fruit and vegetables and different plants if you don't plant a seed um once you plant the seed you have to work to 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 get the the fruit off of there and everything so you have to sow in order to reap you have to plant something you have to put something out in order to get something in return so we all have to work and when i say the word work my skin just crawls because most of the time we associate work with this place we go every day that we really hate going to, that we take a deep breath and say, this is my last week, this is my last day. I'm, if one more person says something to me, this, I'm, I'm, you know, we'd be like on edge about it. And like, we kind of grow up if we're not in a environment where our parents or our guardians or our community is more liberal when it comes to the idea of work. If we're not in that sort of environment, then work can can definitely seem like the strenuous thing that we hate to do but it is possible I believe especially according to the Bible I believe that there is a work that we can do that is actually enjoyable to us I don't think that work has to be this terrible thing we hate to do it takes effort it takes commitment it takes dedication um takes consistency it's a struggle it's challenging sometimes to work but I don't think that work has to be this this terrible thing I was at a baby shower recently and we played this game on this app called Kahoot where it was like a trivia game where we answered questions about the baby's mom and dad and one of the questions was what did 
the baby's mom want to do or want to be when she grows up or when she want what does she want to be when she grew up or something like that and I was like I know this because she loves to do this and I got it right and I was like why does it have to be what she wanted to be when she when she grew up like why does it have to be this far-fetched dream like what she wanted to be um that most of the time things like being a singer writer artist a designer these things like this they're like these far-fetched ideas that are so far out of reach these crazy dreams that only one in a million people get to pursue and have success with but I beg to differ I'm like it's possible. Now, we don't grow up in school with people telling us, teaching us how to do these different things. Uh, we, we learn the more, uh, the, the fundamentals, I guess, of life, the, the quote-unquote boring stuff, science, math, reading, etc. And most of the time, we take a liking to a particular subject matter. But then you have some people who are like, I just hate school. I don't like it. Because it doesn't really pour into their dreams their their truest desire their truest you know idea of what life is about no shade on school I, I I love it getting an education I'm thankful for it it's helped me to be able to do a lot more than what I would have given it credit for some years ago at first I was like in eh, the system forget it but education is good there's nothing wrong with learning in fact it's it's a great thing um, to have a good head on your shoulder with some knowledge. Now, all knowledge, most it, most true, useful, valuable knowledge, we're simply not going to learn in a public school system. Sometimes even in a private school, unless it's a Bible-based school. Whole another subject, another day. But the reality is, like, we... <laughs> We're not taught how to live out our dreams. We're just taught how to get a job. And so when we get older, we get out of school, it's just like we work these jobs and we do the stuff that we hate. But we only live once. And at some point, you got to get in the mirror and ask yourself, do I really want to spend this only life that I get working this job that I'll get up and get off, complain to my friends how much I hate going there every day. And like, that's my life. I got up and went to work, uh, made a few friends, went to on a few trips, saw a few things, met a few people. And that's my life. That's, that's my obituary. Like, that's not a rewarding life. That is if you hate the work that you're doing. <laughs> And so I believe that we all have this unique divine fingerprint to where it's like we're created to do something that no one else in the world can do like us. Not saying that there's anything new. The Bible says that there's nothing new under the sun, right? So I'm not saying that there's this new crazy off the wall idea that you have that no one else has ever had or thought about. I'm saying, like, we're all special, and we all have dreams. And when you tell people your dreams or when you think about your dreams in comparison to the life you may live right now, it may seem so crazy and so far out of reach. But it's possible. Like, it's so possible, especially in today. Like, 
you know, depending on the area you grew up in, it may be may have been a little bit harder to 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 actually work toward your crazy dreams, but it's possible today. But I mean, it takes work. It takes faith, of course, all that good stuff. But it's very possible. Um, I'm thinking right now about a movie that I used to love watching growing up. It's called Bubble Boy. Uh, oh my gosh, it's so cute. Like it's one of my favorites. If you haven't seen it, it's about this guy who grew up with this mother who was a hypochondriac hypochondriac in other words she was just had this fear that this baby was gonna get sick and contaminated i don't remember if the doctors told her that or what or where it came from but this boy grew up in his room like his whole life he grew up with like this bubble like around him like plastic (laughs) all in his room so one day he decided to get out of his room, get out of his mom's house, but he still had the bubble attached to him. Like, he still had this mobile, like, bubble around him. Like, he couldn't, he could see through, he could see people, people could see him, but it was like he was inside of this bubble everywhere he went. And so he went out into the world, he met different friends and people, saw some different stuff, (laughs) and he had a bubble on the whole time. And his parents were looking for him and it was it's you gotta see it. I'm not gonna tell the whole movie. But there comes a part where this boy gets outside of the bubble. Like he bursts a hole in it and he like comes out of it. And nothing happens to him. Like he's perfectly okay. So the whole time he's lived his life in this bubble but <laughs> It was nothing wrong with him or there's nothing that was going to happen to him once he got out of this bubble. And so that's kind of how I think about life. Like we get these different ideas. Sometimes we have great leaders in our life, parents, mentors, pastors, um, just people we trust, you know, different adults who share their ideas and opinions about you know, things that we may be good at, or maybe you should try this, or maybe you should try that. I think you'd be really good at this job or this career, etc. And they can become this bubble that we live in. Like, we live in this bubble, not to mean, not to say that it's bad, or that the people who, who, who place this, I guess, bubble of protection around us, not to say that they meant any harm, but to show that, like, Nothing is going to happen to you if you break outside of that bubble. I'm not saying don't take heed to godly counsel because the Bible does say that there is safety in the multitude of counselors. So before you jump off into anything, get some counsel, get some understanding, get a few different opinions. But at the end of the day, you have to take that counsel, sit and weigh it, look at it and say, this is what I'm going to decide to do. You don't have to stay in the box of advice that you were given since you were a child. In fact, if you do stay in that box your whole life, in that bubble your whole life, you will never get the life of your dreams. You will never start to reach for those goals, those crazy dreams. Glory to God that that God has placed inside of you. I was journaling the other day and I wrote, thanks to the Holy the Holy Spirit, because it don't be me half the time. I'd be asleep. I'd be tired. But the Holy Spirit was like, God would not give you a desire for something that does not belong to you. 
God would not give you a desire for something that does not belong to you. God wouldn't would make me want something. Now we gotta with that, of course, we gotta weigh, we gotta say, look at our desires and see where they're coming from, because there isn't such thing as having impure or selfish desires or motives. And so of course there's a filter that we have to take our desires through. But all together, most of our life there's been this calling on us, this feeling this passion that we've had, like tugging on us in a certain area to do a certain thing, to go a certain place, to whatever. And we can't really explain it, but it's been there. And it's just like burning, burning, burning. Sometimes it gets put out. Sometimes we, we try to be normal, quote unquote, but it just keeps calling us. It keeps calling us. And then, excuse me, like little by little, we may start taking little tiny steps toward it, but then we may draw back. And be like, nah, this is safe. But, like, why would God make you want something that wasn't yours? Like, in fact, when he was taking the children of Israel, if you read the Bible, you you kind of know the story of the children of Israel. God brought them out of bondage, brought his people, his chosen people, out of slavery. They were in slavery for 400 years. So there's generations and generations of people who were enslaved for 400 years then he chooses he, he finally he sends a, a deliverer Moses brings these people and as they go through the different wilderness and he's taking them out of the land he's working on their hearts and their minds and he tells uh, one of the leaders like be strong be courageous I've, I've given you this land this is the land that I've sworn to your ancestors this this is your land to go in and possess like it's yours already but you have to go and, and get it like, it's like my daddy telling me, oh, you, um, it's a million dollars in the bank for you. I left it in there. Like, and then you get ready to go to the bank and you see this traffic and then this detour. You got to go around. You got to go through the whole around five different cities and you got to drive 500 miles. You get there, you get a speeding ticket, you get out, you get put in jail taken out of jail you all this you doing all this to go get this million dollars out this bank account that your dad told you that this money was in like you gonna stop when you get out of jail once you get through with all these obstacles you still gonna go get that million dollars because that's what you here to do go get it like your dad said it's theirs like (laughs) it's yours you just have to endure what it takes to get it and once you get it it's gonna be worth it like once i get this million dollars I can pay my bill. <laughs> I don't know how that works, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to go get it. I'm going to, it don't matter what I got to go through. I got my mind made up. My daddy said it's there. It's mine. I'm going to get it. Like, I don't care how long it takes. It may take me a few years to get to where it, listen, I might have to take the a car. My car may break down, take the train, train break down, getting off, take, look, I'm getting there by any means. And so when we do set out to pursue this life, this calling, this divine fingerprint, this divine identity and this place where God has created for us to be, there are going to be challenges. It's not just going to come with driving up a street and you're there, <laughs> like drive around the neighborhood, around the corner, take a left, right, left, right, left, right. Yeah, you there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm from Louisiana, yeah. But, um. It's worth it, you know. 
but you have to stay, stay, stay in it to, to go get it. And I believe each and every one of us has it. Like, it may show up differently for every person. Like, you have various singers. You have people who are talented to sing or gifted to write, gifted to create. They're gifted to draw. Some people can cook. Some people can do math really well, like, stupid well. Some people are great scientists. Some people are, you know, these are callings. Some people are great at gaining, creating wealth, building businesses. It's all kind of gifts and stuff people have and some people have multiple gifts and talents but I think at some point you have to get out of your bubble and say I know what was safe I know what got me here I know what I could do to make money the rest of my life but in this bubble I'm so confined I'm more confined that I ooh, I'm more confined than I am protected I feel more confined than I do protected it's like it goes from okay this is protecting me I'm kind of young I don't really know what I'm doing in life trying to figure it out so this is the bubble I'm gonna stay in but once you get to a point where like I'm I'm ready to start touching and, and I'm ready to start ex- experience experiencing life I'm ready to start breathing regular oxygen you know like everybody else I'm ready to, to, to go and see some stuff to be able to touch stuff with my actual hands you know to get some hands-on experience and it's just challenging to get that experience when we are in that bubble. So, you only live once, though, you know? Get advice. Use Google. See what you got to do. Set out to do it. And don't look back, man. Like, it's... I, I wake up, like, every birthday I have, I'm like, dang, I'm older again. <laughs> And and some you know I'm 26 years old, and some people if you're listening you might be like girl you young some people might be like you old, but life just moves so quickly, and it's it's like are you gonna really live the life you were created to live, or are you gonna continue to live in this bubble and just experience life at a certain to a certain degree of what it could be? Granted, some people live great lives some people live lives where you know they have money they have stability they're able to do a few things but there's this place i believe god has for each and every one of us to where we're thriving and we're joyful and we have and we feel like there is no better place to be and you might know what your place is sometimes i feel like that when i'm writing or when i'm singing um or when I'm listening to people, it's just different things that you'll feel that you'll be like, dang, it just feels so natural. In fact, y'all, I was, I'm going to share this and then I'm going to go. But I was talking to this homeless lady earlier. I just pulled over and I started talking to her. And she had these journals where she was writing. Like, she didn't have a home. Like, she was just sitting on the side of the road. She had, like, a, a few things and bags and stuff and I was just like looking. I was like, dang, like, and she, I was talking to her about school, and she said she dropped out of high school, and she was just like, yeah, my, I didn't like school, and well, I wasn't learning nothing, blah blah blah, and she was like, but I I love to write, and she was like, writing just comes naturally to me, and I was like, woman, she shared some of her life with me, and you know, different things that had happened to with her. And I was like, 
she had a you know a tragic experience and she was like god i was like god has you here for a reason you know and writing could be a purpose she was like yeah i'm trying to figure out why god still has me here and I was like this could be it this could be your purpose this could be a calling like you have, you don't you have a gift if you dropped out of high school and you homeless and you still sitting here writing that means you would do writing whether you got paid for it or not like that's your gift like if you think about it if we you know we say this and we hear this but you then you got to really take this stuff in <laughs> like if you didn't if you didn't get paid to do if everybody got paid the same amount to do whatever we do for a living, if it wasn't no tax brackets and millionaires, it was just everybody got paid the same. It was an equal, you know what I'm saying, like pay grade for each person. What would you decide to do? And once you honestly sit down and look at that, most of the time it's not what you wake up and do every day. Like, just to be serious. Now, I'm not saying don't get you a job and you got to have a perfect opportunity to pursue your calling before you just, you know, live and enjoy life. You know, you, you have to get certain occupations in order to have income. And in most cases, those occupations will help you to discover your calling and your gifting and what you like to do and what God created you to do. Some environments are there to help bring it out of you and show you what you like or what you don't like. There are going to be some jobs where you like some things, where you don't, or you might like everything, or you might dislike everything. You just, you know, will keep trying. And once you start seeing a common thread, like take it and take inventory of your life. You know, the good, the bad, what you enjoy, what you don't like. Even when it comes to not just work, but relationships, life, start examining yourself. The Bible says, let every man examine himself. Work out your own soul salvation with fear and trembling. Like, it's a personal thing. I look around and I'm like, there's no way that trillions of people, billions of people want to do the same exact job, like, have the same occupation, or millions of people. Like, and I'm not knocking people who do the same job. Of course, they're different personalities, different ways people do do what they do what they do. But like you can't tell me everybody wanna wake up and say their dream job is to be an office administrator. Like if you ask one out of ten people, five of them probably not gonna be like if I could choose anything in the world to do and I like just being real and you know what? I'm going to be quiet because they might be somebody's dream. And I'm not trying to stop you from doing it. If that's what God has called you to do. But it has to be unique and special to you. Not something that somebody told you you had to do or something. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just fits. It's easy. It's simple. It's what I went to school for. Sometimes even what you go to school for is not necessarily your calling. Sometimes it's there to help shape it. Sometimes what you go to school for is the total polar opposite of what god has called you to do but in order to figure that out you have to have a relationship with god have a relationship with jesus christ like and start uncovering these layers of who you're not and you won't discover who you really are till you discover who you're not and it takes god himself jesus christ god's messenger god's son to tell you who you are 
And so I encourage you, whoever you are listening, that your truest place, your most pure, original, authentic self exists. And you should pursue becoming that person at all costs. Money comes and goes. Jobs comes and comes. Jobs come and go. If you got fired from your job today, they will probably be able to find somebody to replace you. Like, it's not that deep in most cases. In some cases, I'm not saying go quit your job, but and I'm not saying you don't like your job or you, you got to, you know where you are. But I'm just saying, don't settle. Don't stay there just because it's the bubble that you grew up in or that you were told about. Like, explore. Build that relationship with God. Get in his word. Start listening how God to how God talks to you and how God thinks about us. Read some psalms, some uh proverbs. Get your get your divine mind working and not your carnal mind. Like and it's a process, yeah. I'm not saying it's gonna happen. You're gonna discover it in a year or a day. You some of it everybody different, but whatever you do. Tap into your your true self. Tap into your Christ identity because it exists and it is the place where you will have joy and peace like none other. It's the place where you belong. It's the truth of who you are. So, you only live once. And live your dreams. Don't let life just pass you by, pass you by. I sound like the guy on that uh, commercial you sitting on the phone. You spin all down the phone anyhow. Watch. <laughs> but for real though, like, give it a try. Little by little, stir it up. Some stuff, some some food you cooking, you don't just sear it and, and flip-flop it and you done in five minutes. Some stuff, some food you guys put on the back burner. Put a little ingredient here. Put a little something, something there. Taste it a little bit. Uh, it's not right. Put something there. Let it brew. Let it sit. Let it simmer. You know, work your gifts, find opportunities to serve if possible, to volunteer maybe, do it for free to see how you actually like it, try different things, you know, but don't stay in that box, don't stay in a a bubble just because it's safe, it may have protected you in one season and been what's best for you, but people don't know what's best for you, God knows what's best for you, Jesus Christ knows you, he knows what's best for you right so be encouraged man enjoy the rest of your week your day your life etc this is i'm unique and we are keeping it g thank you for tuning in and i hope to talk to you soon goodbye